It's about that time for NBA at Home with the Boys, your weekly dose of NBA basketball. Settle in and enjoy the chat. Cheers. G'day and welcome to NBA at Home with the Boys, episode number six. Uh, boys, uh, today's cast, we've got Paul Superman Scarzi. Hey, hey, I'm back. Marty the Dr. Page. Yo, yo, I'm always here and the only one. Ryan Midrange Wiggins. No longer waiting. What's going on? <laughs> oh! <laughs> nice. He's here. He's here. He's had his dinner and he's ready. Uh, all all right, look, let's kick, off the, let's kick off the pod, boys. Some topics around the league are from the past week. And weekend's games. Let's kick it off with mid-range. What have you got for us, mid-range? What are we discussing on your on your behalf? Well, I've been thinking about this season has been so good. Like we, we talk about it all the time in the chat. There's just like there's so many good games, so many good matchups. Um, and Is that what th- we talk about? <laughs> it got me thinking about well, in amongst all the other nonsense. Um, <laughs> It got me thinking about how there's it's not just about good games and good matchups. There's some really good stories in the league at the moment, um, and so I wanted to ask you fellas about what's your what's what's your favourite story that's going on in the league at the moment. So it could be, you know, it could be that there's a player who's like really coming into his own. There's a team that's punching mm-hmm. above its weight. Um, there's a player that you know people said were washed. And maybe he's oh. not. And so I'm just wondering about oh, yeah. what's your. I've got, I've got, I've got a, a few of them. It's actually hard for me to choose. But I want to hear from fellas. Like, what's your favourite story in the storyline in the league at the moment? So we Can go, go for, first. Are we going a positive and a negative on that one, Wiggs? Now let's just go positive. Let's keep. Okay. Keep it, yeah. keep it right, let's, keep, let's keep it upbeat. All right. Go, go first. Head of Superman. I gotta, I gotta say, my favourite story at the moment is probably Isaiah Thomas. A little bit left yeah, field. Well. He's um, he's now got the starting job in Washington and uh, heard him talk on NBA TV uh, during a pregame on Saturday. And basically he's saying he's 100% healthy. He's um, had the hip surgery and he pretty much said, I will be an all-star. I'll be back to being an all-star in a year's time. So, you know, look, I, I think that's a great story um, that's going to continue in the NBA this season. One that's probably a little bit missed because uh, he's playing in Washington. But, yeah, I like that story a lot. Yeah. One to watch. I, yeah. I think that's okay. a good one too. Yeah, because I, I, I do feel kind of bad for him. He's sort of hasn't had a good run since he left the Celtics. Yeah, um, and actually, just on that, sorry, just sorry. We, my other point right. was, I really like what he. I kind of disagreed with the whole premise about Kawhi Leonard, but I liked when he stood up for Kawhi Leonard, basically saying, "Look, it's <laughs> Kawhi Leonard." Yeah, and yeah. and if it's one dude that can say that, it's probably him. Hmm. It's that. It's it's a fair comment for him to make. Well, let's let's be honest. Like I'm saying on that scars, just with the load management thing. There's obviously been a bit of thing around the league in regards to wasn't just him. It was you know D Rose saying you know if he had that chance of load management, he'd still be a ball. So it's just slowly creeping around those players that have got injured due to injury and, and kind of lost that that top mark of, of of where they used to play. If that makes sense. Yep, so yeah. 
Yeah. Yep. I think you are. What about what about you? Um, where's the doctor? Is he there? Come in, I'm doctor. Here. here he is. What's he got? Give us a good Flying life story, doctor. mate. Well, look, I'm not going to say LBJ because I know that wigs are all... $10 fine. I bring that up. $10 right fine. Up. $10 <laughs> fine. <laughs> 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 I'm only joking, bro. I'm only joking. Well, I know that you're going to talk about him or Dwight. So I'm going to you know, skip that. Um, I'm going to say Markel Fox. I mean, look. Oh, good out, one. He, nice. He's averaging 10.8. His rebound 2.1, assist is three three and a half. But you know, we 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 were all worried that his career was finished, and we but we all agreed maybe it might be a good move for him to go to a different different you know uh, place. And you know, I'm just excited about watching him play. He's actually had some really good highlights. I think yeah, he's he contributing. Looks good. And I think give him another year or so. I look, I don't think he'll ever be like a Simmons or like a first round draft pick oh. like Simmons. But I reckon he could probably average in the high teens on points and be a really good contributor, um, depending on how his shot um, keeps on progressing. But, yeah, that's his, his mind. Good call. I like it. Nice. Nice. Good yeah, I, I do. Actually, that's, that's a good one there. That was a good one there, Matty. But, look, mine is around this rookie um, in Memphis, boys. Oh, oh mate. He, he is... He's got big cojones, boys. He's he attacks the basket <laughs> strong, and he, he's just not afraid. He's not afraid to attack. And for a young bloke that's just come into the league and, and is kind of really making a statement on carrying that Memphis team, or I guess when you look over that look over that roster, I can you probably now that you've seen him play, you can say he is carrying that team. But for a rookie, he's just outstanding. And to be honest, I think he's getting a nice head start before Zion comes back. And I think he might outshine Zion when Zion actually does Ooh, get on the floor. Only for the mere big, fact that's a big Ingram, statement. Ash. Only be only before Ingram's Ingram's coming into his own too, boys. That's the only reason why I'm gonna I'm gonna give Jar Morant the, the extra tick is because Jar doesn't really have anyone uh, like to outshine him. Falling out. Yeah, to outshine him. So look, I hope Zion comes in and really makes that um, why he got chosen as number one. But I'll tell you, boys, Memphis. If this if, they, if this is the way they were going to start a rebuild, they've got a great piece in John Morant. He's and, and you know the best thing about it, he attacks the basket. The only thing he's got to get now is just create a jump shot, and I think he'll be a, a great all round player. And I think he's he's good for Memphis, good for a team that were that kind of got rid of um Conley and Paul Gasol and kind of started to to rebuild and 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 that and yeah. I reckon Jar's great, great rookie, mm. great rookie. Yeah, good call. Cool. It's interesting I, that Memphis has um, drafted two guys that are in the same position as they once had. Like they had a good point guard and a great centre and they've kind of gone down – or a great big and they've kind of gone down that road again. I find that interesting that they've gone with the point guard and then the big guy in um, – uh, Yeah, but he's, just, he's great. Oh, he's, yeah, no, he is. He's phenomenal. He is. Yeah. No, they – I just – it's interesting that they've kind of kept the same system. Like he would have been, I think. I think Memphis went second, didn't they, in the in the draft? And he was a second overall pick. Yeah. So it's a shame New York couldn't have got him. You know what I mean? Even though RJ Barrett is his own, oh. but like Jar's doing a great job for that Memphis team. And, yeah, uh, very good. Yeah, Memphis. He's, he's awesome. Memphis were pretty lucky too, like to get that second spot in the draft. But yeah, I, I, yeah. I hadn't watched much of um, Morant until 
they played against the team whose name I can't say. <laughs> and because, um, uh, you know, like naturally, like I'm not really tuning into a lot of Grizzlies Yeah, games. wow. Come on. Yeah, uh, exactly. But I had seen a couple of highlights. But then I watched him in that game and, um, uh, yeah, no, his confidence is just sky high, isn't it? And he's like has no problems just taking it to the rack. He's, yeah. Maybe it was maybe it was the jersey. Oh, the jersey, those jerseys yeah. were fine. Yeah, yeah. Eh. Old school. Old school. Kick him back. Keep going, keep going. Yeah, sorry, we No, no, you're right. No, that's all. That's, I think I was to say like I never really hadn't really watched him. I know on the last pod, uh, the doctor mentioned him as kind of like the the best rookie and um so i went out and you know looked on youtube for him just to check out some highlights because i hadn't really seen much of him yeah you know he's great i agree he's um he's very good mm. and it's tough being a young point guard i mean he's gonna he's gonna have his bad games but um yeah yeah he's doing great yeah. i don't know why Iggy doesn't have a run with the memphis team yeah it's you know well, they, they're, 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 like, trash. they're pretty fun yeah yeah, and I mean, fuck, at the end of the day, you you need some basketball legs, don't you? It's not like, I know he's a vet, but at the same time, you need to kind of be out there. Like, you got to go through the motions a bit, surely. Yeah. Anyway. Can you imagine, it's, but it's, it's funny too, because like, can you imagine, like, let's say you worked for like Microsoft and you had like a contract that paid you a ton of money and you were like, <laughs> you know what, I'm... I don't, I don't want to work for you. Uh, yeah. I, I'm not going to work until you trade me to Google. I, mean, I, I, wanna, I either want to go to Google or Apple, and I'm not going to work for you unless you, you trade me there. Imagine doing hey, that. I, I, I know a bloke could pull something like that just quietly on this pod, but anyway. Ashley <laughs> Williamson. Wiggs, what nah. have you got for us, brother? What have you got? What is your, yeah. after your topic, what, have you, what are you bringing to the table? Well, mine is uh, Brennan Ingram. It's funny that you mentioned yeah, him. Yeah, good call. Man, I, um, I, you know, like when when he was in LA, I, um, you know. He was selling you, stock. Yeah, I think that he, he his, his stock plummeted. And I, I think, especially in that last season with um, with LBJ, he just didn't bring it. And there was, there was a lot of hype around him. He just wasn't living up to it. You know, people saying he was the next KD. Um and, but this season, man, he's blowing me away. 26, averaging oh. 26 a game, seven rebounds, four assists. He's, um, yeah, no, he's 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 really really good. I think I'm, um, you know, if Zion comes back, when Zion comes back, I think he's, I don't know, maybe a few weeks away still. Um, I think he's like the eighth of December or something. Right. So like it'll be interesting to see how he integrates back into the team and what that means for for Ingram, but. Um, right now, I'd have to say, like, you know, in terms of most improved, the most improved player award, I'd have to say he'd, he'd have to be right up there and in contention because he's, um, he's blowing me away. And I just think it's a really good story, you know what I mean? Getting Not playing so well, not meeting expectations, being traded and then just coming out and um, blowing everyone away, just balling. So, yeah. Good. I think it's and a great he's balled from the tip too, hasn't he? Like, wasn't like he's kind of worked his way in this season. It was kind of like from first game, he was kind of just balling. He was all in. Yeah, was... yeah, yeah. Yeah, so yeah. it's good. It's good for him. Yeah, nice. All righty. Well, I'll, I'll, I'll jump in with my topic. It's very short and sweet, boys. Look, all this stuff with delay of the game and flopping. The only reason why I brought this up, there's a flopper 
uh, that went against Houston on the weekend. <laughs> and oh, <laughs> I just want to know, like, as in, is it pointless? Would it be more to get rid of this delay game and flopping out of the game? Instead of giving them the 5000 or $10,000 fines that they're getting in hand out, would it be better off in dying moments like that, giving the opposite team the two points similar to a goaltend or similar to, or has that been a bit too harsh? But you know, on really that, eliminate it out of the game. Just on that, Ash, what about the delay of game in the Thunder game where the ball hit Adams? Did, did anyone see in the Thunder game against the Lakers? They yep. scored the basket and I, somehow the ball hit um, Gallinari in the head and they called the delay game on him. Really? So it bounced yeah, off his head? Yeah, I crowd. saw that. It bounced off his head and they called the delay of. He, like there was nothing he could do. Yeah, it, kind of, it, bit, bounced, okay. it, bounced, it didn't bounce in the crowd. It bounced off his head and then bounced, it kind of like went up the core a little bit. So yeah. away from the, you know, the inbound after the after yeah. they scored. See, and but this is Wig, what I'm... But, but Wiggs, he had not, like he was... No, he couldn't do anything. He, he just couldn't do like, anything about it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. With stuff like that, yeah. And you can, I don't know whether you challenge that, if it's worth the challenge. But I think when you see players like Chris Paul did a good example and he picks it up and he walks half to half court trying to pretend to talk to the ref like, Get the give the ball out, like you know you're delaying the game, and it should yeah. just be automatic two, and then ball in from the side, just to get that out of the game, get that crap out. Even the flopping, the flopping's, I guess it's not as bad as some seasons we've seen, but just mm. flopping on unnecessary play, like I think it was up against Harden, and Harden really didn't even Harden got called for the charge, and I was like, come on, man, like, and even Harden was a bit, you know, annoyed, and I just think oh, it was of just, all people. Yeah, yeah, I was going to say, it's it's hard when it's on Harden because, man, some of the calls he gets are terrible. But anyway. But, yeah, and then I think also on that too, just to extend my topic, is just so I think refs in dying moments of the game, probably more so towards the back of the season when people are trying to fight and clinch spots and playoffs, I think they should be brought under fire with fines. don't know what you guys think. Maybe swap the table so the refs kind of get a fine for something that might be a missed call or a really bad call, and then maybe the players or the team gets the two baskets. What do you guys think anyway? Whoa. Um. <laughs> I don't even know how to answer this. <laughs> <laughs> there he is. He's been quiet. There he is. Go. All right, Marty's kicking just, it off. Go, Marty, go. Oh, I think we're all, we're all struggling. We're all stuttering. <laughs> uh, well, first of all, um, <laughs> I don't even know where to start. Ashley Williamson, you're my brother. Okay. Uh, uh, just answer the question. Okay, my question is no. Leave it as is. I would rather, I would rather the push-offs. The push-offs annoy me way more than the flopping, and the carry balls annoy me way more than the flopping. Yeah, but that doesn't decide a game. Annoy me. Oh yes, it does. No, if it you doesn't. travel and you get it away from not. a travel and you get a basket, that's bad because you can cheat. Also, if you're carrying the ball, if you've got better moves, I mean, anyone can do an awesome crossover if you're able to carry the ball and you've got a hand that can palm the ball twice. I mean, I I think that has just got out of hand now. If the ball, the hand, the hand is under the ball most most of the time when people are dribbling, and that that creates different moves and different opportunities to score. And I think that has a massive in play uh, play on 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 games and how people uh, are try, able to score. And the push-offs, Harden does that all the time. Everyone is, LBJ, everyone is pushing off. I mean, if you've got 
a guy trying to guard and you get pushed off. It's impossible. Oh. It's impossible. So I I think the flops is the least of the concerns. And regarding regarding uh, 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 finding the referees, man, I don't even want to touch that. I think the referees do the best they can. They do make mistakes, but leave the refs out of it. Mm. I wonder whether there's... um. Are there any examples? Let's say there was a rule that got brought in where, like, like you're talking about, Ash, like it's maybe it's like two points, like goaltending, right? For a flop. Are, are there any examples you can think of? Because I haven't really paid that much attention to it. I only just picked. Are there, up are there any examples? Yeah, no, no, no. Like, I'd probably say I'd probably say the LeBron James one against KD. Um, that I reckon that would have been close to a flop for LeBron, even though he got the charge call, then it got overturned. I'd probably nearly call that a bit of a flop. Oh, LeBron's got plenty of in them. In the but, finals. But do you, do you think that... So, so let's just say it was two two points. Can you think of any examples where a flop's being called? Because they can call it, right? The they can, can actually, yeah, yeah. They can call it now, now. So can you think of an example where a flop's been called but it wasn't? Where it was actually... Because that would be the only concern, is that if they're going to award two but, points, they've got to be pretty sure. Yeah, that that's on. right. Yeah, they but got, most of the flops... Flop. That would be the okay, only so the flops, the, the flops don't come from half court, or they're not coming from at the three-point line. They're coming where the high percentage shots are. When you've got someone like LeBron, you know, he's just, just below the elbow, or when you got Harden, like, he was just below the elbow. That The flops are coming where the high percentage shots are. They're not coming at the three-point line. No one's flopping yeah, but, it there. Well, they but come boys, off the ball, too. Yeah, but, but boys, if you're in position, I was always a big believer. If you're in position, I don't care if you fall over or not. If you're in position and someone's taking your space, that's a charge. That's a charge. I mean, you know, Ray Ray, Razor, gets up here for stopping <laughs> a little bit. But he's like six foot seven. I'm five foot seven. I get positioned, he knocks me over and he gets up me because I'm 68 kilos and he's 110 kilos and I fall over. I mean, come on, man. Like, but you're double, no. double the weight. I'm in position. I'm going to fall over because you are, you're, you're twice the size of me. I mean, do, so do, if, you make, if you make position, that's okay. Yeah. Do you reckon in, in the grand scheme of things, do we think – Look, I actually don't think flopping's as big as a, a deal as it was a few years ago. But do we think flopping came into it because, in essence, they kind of weakened the way you could defend players? Like elaborate. Like, what do you, what do you, well, what do you because because you could get away with flop. Like in the nineties. You'd, you'd very yeah, you rare. couldn't. Yeah, exactly. you couldn't flop, man. You nah, couldn't. That's exactly right. And and now because you can't touch a dude and blah blah blah, yeah. Like the defenders trying to get, you know, get a stop, and it's it's like a it's it's almost like a move. It's like yeah, it could be not, it, it could it could be that. I reckon I reckon also that we had like an influx of players, guards in particular that were bad defenders. No no no, who just had. A, basketball, a high basketball IQ and figured out the technical side of how to make that happen. So look at Ginobili, right? That guy, yeah, no, he, yeah. he, he can't say he was yeah, like he a was bad a, defender, but he was yeah, a huge flop. That's a good and, call. Yeah. And technically, he knew the game, right? Like every yeah. aspect of his game was really, really, it was about fundamentals and about yep. being really technical. 
and that's why he was a perfect spur. But like he was a huge flopper. Like he just figured out yeah. how how to make that happen. That's really um, cool. And, and Harden as well. Like he he's just sort of figured out how to. I, th- I think I think the basketball basketball IQ's just probably gone up like across the league compared to a decade ago, twenty years ago. And yep. uh, the guys they're just figuring it out. They, they they've just figured out how to get the call. But I look. Yeah, I, I mean, reckon. But but but, I don't, but but even back in the Shaq day. There's no way you could flop on Shaq. No, oh yeah, exactly. But mate, yeah. it just steamroll you to the basket anyway. Like, but mm. when you're the same size, did size you hear for that size. Issue? Like, what? I said, did you hear that issue, Ray? Ray, Ray. <laughs> oh please. Anyway, yeah, no. but like for instance, on the weekend, I think it was hard, and and Beverly got the flop. Like it was really soft. Like they were pretty much size for size. Yeah. And it's not your average backing down. Yeah, I don't know. I just think it's especially when oh. it's where they are, and it's a high percentage shot. It should be rewarded in my eyes. It should be reviewed and rewarded because it's I so just close. Don't like. I don't like them reviewing because it slows the game down. And Look the at one thing I love about basketball is it's bang, bang, bang. It's yeah. not. And, yeah. And the thing is, I guess the league. It's funny because the the coaches like challenges I, I like the idea but it's definitely like the league is moving towards sort of a slower game more stopping yeah and it's shit and, and, i don't like and i don't this. i feel like also timeouts are going forever this season has oh, it always been man. that way good call like, week. just a timeout like like yep. the game itself the stoppages are just going there's more of them and they're they're taking much longer the game is is much slower than it was in oh, the last man. couple of seasons yep. i feel that way nah. anyway yep definitely anyway, what do you reckon that's really cool Oh, like I, said, like I said, man, I, I just I, – I don't know if you could award two points, but I, I know what you're saying, and I just think – I don't think flopping's as big of a problem as it used to be, to be honest. But you kind of got I, onto it quicker. Now yeah, that I think – penalise it. Yeah, but I, I, um, I don't think I'd give them two points, nah. Okay. I, I think there's a lot of pressure on the refs as it is. Yep. Wigs? And, and I hate how they're trying to – make the game so perfect by reviews and all that. I think you just got to live and die by the refs. Yeah, fair mm. call. I, I wouldn't mind seeing a trial. Like, if, if there was, you know, maybe in the G League or somewhere. Yeah, good call. Like, just trial it. Just trial it in, in maybe, like, preseason, in a preseason comp. Just, like, give it a go. And I don't yeah. know if awarding two points is, is the right way necessarily because there's a lot of flops off the ball there's a lot of mid-court they're, they're like they do happen elsewhere and like i get it like it's hard to call look at like a defender like beverly the guy's form is just like unconventional like it's just scrappy <laughs> right just like to say the least unconventional so like yeah that's a good it, it's really really hard to, to call but no I, I reckon i'd like to see it trial because i just think uh, it eliminates it does slow the, the game. game and it is a pain in the ass and no one likes it like no one it's, it's a nonsense it's weak it's a weak move Play some hard D, bitches. Yeah, bloody hell. All right, Scars, hit us with your question, brother. What do you got? Move on. All right, all right, boys. Well, we all we discussed about Mello returning to the league last week, and um, and then I crazily watched a bit of a Blazers game in the fourth quarter where they had Mello on, and not a lot's changed. And um, it got me thinking. Is Ben Simmons the next Carmelo Anthony? Like, you look at where Ben Simmons is 
and he hasn't developed his game. Like he is literally the exact same player he was in his rookie season. Can you give? Okay, so okay, who, and, who was in his? And, yeah. and if you look, and if you honestly looked at Carmelo Anthony when he was younger, you would say this guy was, you know, he was, he was a superstar. Yeah. And man, he faded quick because he never changed. Yeah. And we've got here, we got Ben Simmons in year three of actually playing. Yeah, and That's and he same. and he is the same dude. Yeah, well, he shot one. He's um he's 100 from the three three point line, to be honest. Yeah, well. So look, no, nah, Scars, I, I I do I think I'm with you on this one for the mere fact that yeah, he hasn't changed in three years, and if it doesn't go all well, come playoffs. There are going to be some big, big question marks over mm. Simmons, and especially Embiid too. Not just Simmons, Embiid's going to have some big question marks. Um, look, I think he definitely needs, and I thought whether or not it's going to come, you know, it's only early in the season. Whether it's going to, he's going to develop a shot and all this, and we've seen slight snippets, but yeah, he has to make him mould his game um, all around. I think he's been living off, um, you know, the the number one draft pick and all these all these hypes of he's the next LeBron James and all this. Look, that can only get you so far. And then mm. you're going to have to let the game start to talk, your games talk for itself. Look, yeah, number one pick, that got him the first two and a half years. Getting compared to LeBron James, got him the next year. It's starting to come next season, do or die, this playoffs where they get knocked out, where he's really going to have to pick it up. And I don't know... Yeah, it's going to be hard. I'm not going to say he can't do it, but as he's got the... There's a lot of evidence that says he can't. Yeah, and he's going to have a, yeah, I don't know where he's going to go from. If he doesn't really change or anything or what's going to happen if they get knocked out in the playoffs or, you know, the story can change if they actually do get to the, the finals. But, um, yeah, yeah man, I think true. I'm with you. I think I am with your scars on this one. I think he's got to definitely change or else he's going to go down the same as Mello. And um, have a you know roadblock career. career. Yeah, mate. Yeah. Bloody oath. Bloody oath. What do you got, Wigs? I don't even know where to start with this one. This is crazy. <laughs> What's crazy. Why is it Come crazy? No, no, no. This, Come that's on. nuts, man. That's nuts. No, no. I, I, I disagree. I disagree. I think that Simmons is a different. He's, he, he brings something different. So he has a more sustainable game than Melo. I, I, I hear what you're saying. What you're saying is like Melo started out a star and then, you know, he's, he's, he didn't develop – he didn't need to develop what he did well. Like he just came into the league being able to score and that was his thing. And he didn't develop other aspects of his game. And yep. so he became like – he's like an outdated player now, right? Like he doesn't do the things that are valuable in the league. All he yeah, can do but, is – And he, and he just it, never bettered himself. He just right. never bettered himself. I think that the difference is that Simmons came into the league with a set of skills that even if he doesn't improve in other areas, the skills that he have has makes him valuable um, over the longer yeah, term. And that's the difference. I'm hearing, like, I'm he, might, him. he might not improve, like he, you know, he might not ever become a great shooter, right? But he can still score 15 a game for the rest of his career without it. Oh, yeah, but in the playoffs, 
what have on. what have they been missing and what have we all been urging for Philly to do, especially this player? Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no, like, shoot, I get it. But they could also surround him with shooters. Like, Steve Nash didn't shoot a lot of three-pointers. He could have, but... He, yeah, but that wasn't the game not, back then, Wiggs. Yeah, but but it didn't matter. No one... It, it doesn't... You, there are other people in the league who specialize in it. What Ben Simmons does... He does really, really well. So here's here's a couple of examples, right? Compared that's like to Carmelo. Compared Isn't that to like Mello, Carmelo. Compared Carmelo to Mello, was a great scorer. He was yeah. a great scorer. But that's all he ever did. Whereas Simmons sees yeah, the game like a point guard and distributes it like like the top ten, top five point guard in the league, right? Oh. He rebounds at a much much higher level than Mello ever did. Yeah, good call. So he's like eight rebounds a game, right? He's eight assists a game. This is over the last three years. This is on average. And um, and this season, he's averaging over two steals a game. So he's playing out of position. So No, no, no. He just does things that he does. He's His game is much more well-rounded. He defends, he rebounds, and he scores, and he distributes. All Melo ever did was give you 20 a game. You cannot say he scores the ball, man. You can't say that Ben Simmons scores the ball. For his position... No way. He scores fine. For his position... He scores... Okay, so he scores better than Curry, Dame Lillard, uh, Trey Young... No, no, I'm not saying that. I'm not saying that he scores better. I'm saying he scores fine. For his position, he scores fine. Like, it's, it's... it's out of the ordinary that right now we happen to have a bunch of point guards who, rather than pass the ball, shoot the ball. Like, that's there's no other time in history, in history of the game has there been mm. so many scoring point guards. It's never been a thing before. And in a decade's time, it might not be a thing anymore at all. But it doesn't mean there's not a place for a, a point guard who does everything else. He's, he's a great defender. Yeah. Mm. He's a great rebounder. He can pass the ball. He, some of his passes are amazing. He does things that Mello was never able to do. And that's why, even though he might not develop much else in his game, even if he stays at the level he is, he'll be much more valuable for longer to teams compared to Mello, whose who's 20-year game is a hindrance rather than a help because he doesn't do anything, because he's a liability in much, every other area of the game. Yeah. All right. Where's the doctor? Bring out the guns. Oh, no. Yeah. Oh, look. Look, good topic. I mean, okay, in short, I'm going to agree with that. I think he could become like a mellow. Um, But my reasoning is, to be honest, everyone's a mellow. There's only probably a handful of people who are actually not mellow. And when I say mellow, I mean they don't improve dramatically over their whole course of their career. They come into the league, they improve a little bit, um, and they get positions no matter if they're starting five on the bench, and then they just keep coasting through. There's probably only a handful of people I know or I I remember who actually improved their games, whereby they could probably play in any generation. Jordan was one. Even Pippen, to a degree, because he had to improve dramatically every year, and he did. LBJ is another guy. Like you thought, you, you've seen what he's done over his time and now playing point guard. Kobe Bryant is another one. So you, you, you're getting a handful of guys who are like pretty much 
super, super, superstars who have continued to improve. And that's why they've got made had the success that they've, they've had. So to be honest, yes, I agree with that because I think 90% of the NBA are mellow. And that's what wow. I've got for you. That's a pretty big statement. Simple. Anyway. Nice one, Doc. Simple, simple. Scars, hit us with it. What are your thoughts? Come on. Uh, look, I just, I'm disappointed that he took, he didn't play for the Boomers. He's had a, he basically had a full um, summer to improve and I just don't see any improvement. And look, I, I still think 10 years ago, if you would have said to me, um, Carmelo Anthony can't get a spot in a team because all he can do is score. Ten years ago, you would have laughed because everyone would say, "Well, every team needs a scorer." But um, I, I look at Ben Simmons, and I reckon that. Uh, and the other problem with Mello was he was never willing to take a bench role. And I reckon in a couple of years' time, people are going to look at Simmons and think, "Well, you know what? He's going to be he's going to be a great uh, backup point guard." We need a guy that can give us points, stretch the floor. Like, I think that's where he could be headed because he's not willing to adjust to the game. And he's not good enough. I I actually don't think he's that good at his position that he can rest on what, well, Connor Wiggs is saying he's good at. I mean, look at at, um, Russell Westbrook. He's a strong rebounder. He's a good defender. He's a hustler. But mm. he's going he's gonna to be the same style of dude where he essentially makes bad decisions and he can't adjust. He can't improve his game um, mm. to make better decisions. All and, right, we're all look, right. and we're looking at Russ like this, this dude, you know. Needs but to, the, needs to I, hold on, hold on, hold on. But okay, can I just give you one other reason? One other <laughs> Go reason. Go on. Go on. Simmons makes the players around him better. Oh. Rust. Okay. Rust doesn't do that. Camillo's never done that. And again, there are a few. Uh, to Muddy's point, there are a few players who actually make the people around them better. But I think Simmons is one of those players. Yeah, like, good point. He makes. Embiid better. He 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 makes his team better. The oh. way he passes, the way he puts them in position, the way he runs the floor, he makes other players better. Yeah, no, yeah, that's a fair point. Right. That's Russ, a fair point. Russ doesn't do that. He he makes yeah. other players worse. Carmelo makes other players worse. Right. Mm. Yep. Yeah. But but can he make fellas better coming off the bench? That's my point. Like he he's not he's not going to be a superstar in five years if he doesn't. Why, why would he score. need to come off the bench? Why would he need to? If you if you if you can only name like three or four better point guards in the league, why would he need to come off the bench? I would oh, say Chris Paul's better than take, him at the moment. Yeah, I, I, like you could probably lose like Chris do. Paul because the mere fact Chris Paul can do what Simmons can do, yep. but when needed, and he'll jack score. a three, bang, he'll go to the rim, pull up mid mid range. And yep. that's what makes well, OKC. We're looking at them now. They, you know, what they did to LA the other day. What they've done to the, I don't know if they played the Clippers, but they've pushed these big teams, you know, within three or four points for the mere fact that Chris Paul is really carrying them. But when he's needed, that's when they kind of stretch him, and that's when you need a guy like 
yeah, you need just he just needs that to really develop and really make that team explosive. Anyway. Mm. Anyway. All right, so so this season, Chris Paul's averaging sixteen points, four rebounds, almost six assists. Mm-hmm. Simmons is giving you fourteen, sorry, thirteen points, six rebounds, eight assists. I don't yeah, know. He's, yeah. Remember, he's rolling with Embiid. Like, what yeah, is yeah, what that's exactly. What is what is Chris Paul? What has Chris Paul he's got, got? Steve Adams. He's a Steve Adams. Shea Gillis Alexander. Yeah, a Gallinari. That's Gallinari. Oh, Gallinari's balling. Yeah, he's balling. Steve Adams. You wouldn't put Steve Adams nowhere near Embiid. No as in way. level-wise. No way. Um, oh, not even... What's the um, old mate, the point guard? Uh, Schroeder. Nah, Schroeder's... Yeah. Eh. So Chris yeah. Paul's really doing that. Yeah, no, Chris Paul's doing a great job. Great job. Yeah. I'm not saying he's not. I'm just saying, yeah. like, if you're going to start a point... If you're going to, like, choose a point guard and start them on your team, you... you you're not picking. Are you? Are you really picking CP3 over Ben Simmons? I'm not picking so. CP3 on his contract. Nah. Just purely, At the purely, moment, purely on point a player skill. to play. Yeah. Purely on point guard. I'd nearly take Chris Paul over him. You got, okay? Yeah. Okay. Let's let's add let's add Chris. Paul. You guys are crazy. I can't even have this conversation. <laughs> let's add Chris Paul to his handful of players. Let's add Chris Paul to. Okay, you want to somehow he's in the same league okay, as Dane Lillard let's, and, let's um, make it easy. And, and Luka Doncic <laughs> oh, and, and like these, these three wait, five wait, wait, other wait, point guards. That's a question. That's uh, so good. Wait, wait let's finish this soon. What was the question? Just, <laughs> what was the question again? Because what I question? feel like we're getting very confused. Oh, well, it I feel like we're, we're, we're sort of going around and I'm just saying, I'm just, yeah, I'm just saying that Ben Simmons is heading down the path of Carmelo Anthony, not improving his game. Same dude. Well, that's same true. Same stuff every day. That's true that's, at this that's, stage, that's, isn't it? That's where like, I'm at. It's, it's, it's true, but, but I agree with Riggs. I don't think he has to be an awesome shooter to have a very, very good career and to be successful. However, if he does... Well, you've tried that, haven't you? Yeah. Oh, mate, with, with a team like a team like I had. He did. Let's move on. Come on, right. Doctor. What have you got? For yeah, us? come on, Doctor. Please make What's it a good one. Please make it a good one. Okay. Sure. I want to talk about. Um, look, I sure. want to talk about something a little bit different, boys. I want to talk about because you know the audience, I think, gets a bit. A bit must get a bit sick of you know the same guys talking about basketball. The two guys in particular want to talk about the same thing. Um, oh. So look, I want to know your opinion on uh, the guys here uh, who talks the most BS about NBA and basketball. <laughs> so let's just change it up a bit. Uh, we will go uh, with Ashley. I want to go Ashley, Wiggs, Guardian, and me. Nice, nice order. I'm so so sorry to our listeners. Um, we didn't choose to bring this guy on the pod. He just invited himself. Um, terribly sorry, guys. Uh, we'll, we'll make sure we bring it down on pod number seven. Uh, we'll, we'll, re, um, we'll re-humble ourselves. But anyway, I don't know, man. I think, we're, I think we're all pretty good. I don't really dog anyone out. You know, I'm a true Ooh. boy. I don't throw any boys under the bus. Uh, I'm not going to call anyone out. <laughs> oh, here we go. 
I'm just, I'm just an all round. I'm just an all round. I'm just an all round. I'm just an all round great Fence guy. Great guy. Great GM. Uh, oh, nice. Nice. If there's probably any, if there's probably any BS that's been spoken, it's probably on this topic. To be honest. <laughs> <laughs> nice. That's nice. I like it. Uh, Wigs, you're up. So the question, like, who who do I think on this pod talks the most BS? Yes. <sighs> on the pod, not the chat. On the pod. Oh, oh, right. oh come pod. on! It's got to be on both. <laughs> yeah. Pod, Stop pod, it. Pod, Stop pod it. The chat room too. Yeah, the chat room. Well, come our on. listeners, our Stop listeners it. are not on there. Remember? Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, listeners don't get a view. Lucky they're not. Yeah. All right. I reckon. Okay. This is this is based on this is based on one main kind of thing, right? Uh, I, I reckon it's the doctor. Oh! You can't have. You can't have three goats, mate. You can't have three goats. That's BS. There's Why one not? greatest of all the time. Not like the greatest group of all time. That's BS. Oh. That for that fact, I think I think actually as a group, I don't think we talk too much BS. But I think if I was going to call out one thing, I'd say all this time mm. I'm thinking to myself, man, you can't have three goats. That's BS. People have three goats. Good topic, all the time. Good topic. Yeah, on the farm. <laughs> 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 I told you, Scarzi, didn't I? I told you. Scarzi said, we will not pick you. We will not pick you. And I said, Wiggs is picking me. Oh, I liked how Wiggs was really, really hesitant to name it. He was like, oh, I don't want to. But I bet you, Wiggs and Muddy, Scarzi, Scarzi, you owe me $10. Wiggs, I'm changing. Who's going to actually name someone, though? I'm changing. Yeah. I'm, I'm changing uh, yeah. room buddies. I'm changing room buddies. Muddy and Riggs are together. Is he going to sort <laughs> this out? We're locked in a room. Uh, Kumbaya yeah, with me the whole trip. He's travelling uh, with me up and back. I'm with him. Yeah. You're going to really get this. Out. You're going to get this brotherly love uh, sorted. That's awesome. All right, I, Muddy. I oh, no, sorry, you, Scars. You're on. You're on, Scars. You're on. Well, look, I'd actually probably agree with Wigs on one thing that we probably don't talk much BS on the pod. But I gotta say, there's a hell of a lot of BS on the uh, message chat, and I think the main instigator of the BS is definitely our boy Aquaman Ash Williams. <laughs> please oh, elaborate. Please elaborate oh, so the bro, listeners please, know. Please, the please du- don't. the Dwight Howard Six Man Awards, and oh my god. And you who, bring who up think that's, we've got, who on here said BS? What who about hang on, BS? hang on? Hang on, hang on. What about the um the they've got to trade D'Lo straight away? The Warriors, oh brother, there's been so many. That is it's, not BS. It's it's how awesome. is that BS? It's so awesome. Oh, That's not man. BS. Oh. I don't see that BS. <laughs> when your team's when your team's crap, why not get rid of D'Lo? And who here oh. doesn't agree that because they've got, because they've got Curry. Because they've got Curry and bloody Clay Thompson on the injured okay. list to come back. Anyway, anyway, but, oh, brother, some of that stuff on the chat is just, it's awesome. It is gold. It, it is gold it, stuff it, in yeah. our chat. It is 
It's got yeah. I actually yeah. I actually if it's if it's one thing I would say our chats on the mess. I think are, I think are sometimes way funnier than our pods. Your like, better your better answer would have been me saying Dwight Howard is better than Lamarcus. That would have been better oh. than you saying Dwight and the. Oh mate, player. there's there's two. So many I called to my name. own <laughs> self out. There's too, there's too I, many I, to name. I think it's hilarious that that statement spilled out of the chat and into like yes. another group <laughs> and got totally shut down. Yes, that's it right. did, didn't it? So People good. were just it like, did. "WTF? You know what are you talking yeah. about? What is this dude on?" You know why? Because Aquaman didn't like what we were saying, so he went to other people and he got. I just wanted to know. No, well, first of all, you fat, you sat on the fence, and for someone True. that keeps telling everyone that Doug Blake rocks up late to the pod, that calls everyone out, then all of a sudden tonight, oh, are we doing it at eight? You've had twelve yeah, hours to read the chat. Second of oh, all, you've been calling out a lot of people, and the old mate himself that calls him out is bitter calm is coming back to himself. A hush, little puppy, hush. <laughs> No. Oh, love it, boys. Move on your question. Answer. Answer it. I'm not sitting on the fence. Oh, yeah, I've already are. said my part. Me. I've already said my part. And it was you. You. You didn't pick me. Yes, I did. Did you pick me? Yeah. I said I'm the greatest GM. Yeah, nice. Oh, nice. okay, shit. Okay, bit of algebra in that. Fair enough. <laughs> <laughs> well, you should be good at that, doctor. Uh, well, well, okay, look, I'm, I'm going to probably go... Look, it is a tough one because I think we all talk a lot of BS, um, especially yeah. on the chat. So, you know, I could even pick myself, to be honest. Um, but <laughs> with those videos look, you load up, you should pick yeah, yourself. Yeah, I've got to say, yeah, good but, call. That's a good call. Those videos but, are ridiculous. But in all, in all, I reckon Ash really gives us a lot of um, ammunition. Um, and I think Ash is the main instigator on a lot of our conversations. And I love watching Ash and Charlie just fight it out. It's the funniest thing. So I'm going to say, actually, it's a combination of Ash and Charlie. Because Fence they're it going up. Back, Fence they're, they're, it up. They're, they're going back and forth. I'm telling you now, guys. I wish you could read it. Um, it's hilarious. But look, it is funny. It is like brother and brother and sister just fighting. It's uh, it's pretty, it's pretty cool. So I'm probably going with um, both, both Ash and Scarzi um, at this stage. Nice, nice. Wow. So he did, a, he, he did sit on the fence. I hope I hope the audience got a real good view of what we're all like. But um. <laughs> Anyway, our audience is big and broad, so I'm sure Ray already knows what we're all like. But anyway, Ray, yeah, we'll just talk about cool. an extra, bit, extra couple yeah. of topics. Thanks to our listener. Yeah, yeah, yeah our listener. Yeah. All right, boys, can I get? Can I answer a quick one? I know. Actually, you know what? Let's move on. Go to. Let's go to shoutouts. Move on because it's it's getting late. Yeah. Good call. Good call. Oh, Wiggs. shout out. Can, yep. Go, Wiggs. Uh, I'm gonna give a little shout out to my daughter, Ali. She's uh, she's nine and she's sitting outside the bedroom door at the moment, um, uh, probably watching her iPad or something like that. But she's there chilling. She's such a good girl. She's there chilling. She really loves that I do the pod. Um, she does. She never listens to it. She's only nine and she doesn't. She's not really into basketball. But I'm, I'm work. I'm working on it. But um, she's been really good. So big shout out to her 
for uh, supporting the old man to, to get on the pod for an hour a, a, an hour a week. Woo! Nice, nice, nice. Like it. Ash, who you got? Um, actually, I've got, I've got no shout-outs this week, boys. I'm, I'm a bit quiet. I, I should have fucking actually thought about it, but no, I'm a bit quiet. Sorry, no shout-outs for anyone. Two hour, two hour only listener, maybe. Uh, yeah, no. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna, I've got a shout-out to uh, Ryoko. Uh, Paige, I hope, you, uh, <laughs> I hope you enjoy your Christmas tree. <laughs> yes, I've got a shout-out. I've got a shout-out to the same person. Um, my wife, Ryoko. Ryoko, um, put it in an area where the floor's flat or else it's going to yeah, the one good end call, to the ass. other. Exactly. exactly. My, my wife has got a surprise by a Christmas tree that she didn't know was coming in the mail. And um, yeah, I just hopefully she's excited. Uh, she's excited about it. I just hope I can get into the house when I go back this week. <laughs> um, so love you, honey, and uh, thanks for the bus drive, uh, Scarzy. No worries, brother. No worries at all. <laughs> Pleasure's all mine. Awesome, guys. Awesome. All right, guys. Thanks for tuning in and listening to episode number seven of NBA at Home with the Boys. Stay tuned for episode number eight next week and stay healthy healthy stay, stay healthy, healthy. healthy nice do it good one boys good one there you have it another episode of nba at home with the boys done and dusted it's mid-range here i just wanted to grab you quickly before you go just to say thank you so much for listening to the podcast and uh, if you wouldn't mind, if you, if you like what you hear, please share the podcast with your mates. Share it with uh, people out there you know who love the NBA, who love basketball, and, uh, and who love podcasts. And uh, head on over to Apple Podcasts or wherever it is that you listen to your, your podcasts and please leave a review and uh, maybe a five-star rating. And that helps people out there who, who might want to listen to a podcast like ours find the show been great. Thanks so much. And uh, we'll catch you next time. Stay healthy. Cheers.